Well, I think I found the trouble. What was wrong? The faulty power transistor. I put in the spare unit and it's functioning perfectly. Well, that's very good of you, Mr. Kent. It'll sure be good to have the randomizer working again. But perhaps we ought to do a test run, you know, just to be safe. Okay. If you think it's necessary. The countdown's well underway. I guess where does that leave us? Well, that leaves us to carry on as usual. Yes, as I said, it's just a test. No point actually watching whatever comes out. Ah, so today's episode would have been New Captain Scarlet, Chiller. Uh, we'd still better report it on our next transmission. Uh, what, you mean I should actually go ahead and watch it? Yeah, three days overdue already. Well, okay, if you really think the Podstrons won't mind. They won't. But I feel kind of tired. Yeah, me too, although that kind of is my default state. Just a technical hitch, nothing serious. Technical hitch? Not quite. We've got less than seven hours oxygen left. Oh, well that's a nuisance. I wish you'd said something sooner. Well, maybe Jamie and Richard will have to find another host for the randomizer. They can ship up another with the supply rocket. Ah, all's well that ends well then. Right, well, while we suffocate in the freezing vacuum of space, this is Chiller. So, we welcome back to the randomizer, new Captain Scarlet. I am recording this on the hottest day of the year so far here in the UK. Some people might cool down with a, some ice cream or a go swimming or something. I'm going to cool down with Chiller. Listen, get out of here, okay? Again, not planned. That's just how it goes on the randomizer. The story. And we have a very interesting opening here. I don't see I got a choice. Jeremy Hitchin is, um, well, I'll, I'll, me I'll mention it now because it's not long before we find out for real. To your species. A Spectrum Skybase technician. You meant what you said, right? Being offered a lot of diamonds to do something for some, uh, well, a rather smartly dressed chappy. For us, you'll be a hero among your kind. That's uh, voiced by Robbie Stevens, and uh, Jeremy Hitchin is the, uh, the technician guy. And this is a really nice idea, I think, because we're about to find out this guy in the suit is a Mistron, and his uh, bodyguard is also a Mistron. Firstly, I really like the idea that there are Mistron agents at work on Earth. Similar. You know, between stories. Oh, that's that's the guy's name, isn't it? Story. Uh, the, t the technician's name is Story, I think. Yeah, that's odd. Yes, he's just been given a bomb. On duty in 12 hours. By this Mistron chap. Yeah, I like the idea that there are more Mistrons on Earth. There's there's possibly a network of, of Mistron agents already there. It's not just we kill someone when we need them. Maybe we could, uh, you know, do a, a more of a long-term plan to bring down the Earth. Here's Scarlet come to, uh, well, put a stop to everything. So, yeah, I, I like that aspect of it. I like the impression we get here that, you know, there are more Mistrons than Captain Black at work on Earth. By the way, that is a terrible shot of Story hiding under the table. Story, they're lying. Help them and you're murdering everyone on this planet. Yeah, he, look, he suddenly looks like Quasimodo when he's hiding under the table. That's a really bad shot. But um, also, I like the fact that, oh, Scarlet took out the Mistron henchman and he unfortunately got shot himself. That Spectrum armor does nothing, <laughs> apparently. Um, yeah, I like that it's We've got a very similar villain to Captain Black in this episode, this Mistron guy that Story's been talking to. Kill him. You Mistrons fixed that. He looks like Black. Your clock is ticking. He's just saying the same kind of things that Black would say. I, um... Permanently. Maybe, um, Nigel Plaskett just wasn't available to do voices in this episode, and they got this other guy, um, they got Robbie to, to play this other guy, but I really like it. Again, you've got... It's not just a Black being the only one on Earth. There are other Mistron agents of you know, similar 
you know, sort of almost admin capabilities. This guy seems like a, a sort of administrator, a facilitator almost of things. And he's just stopped this truck driven by, well, it's the Jerry Anderson CGI figure. And here's another very interesting touch to these CGI Mysterons. The truck driver's relieved he didn't run over that guy. Unfortunately, he probably wishes he had. Hey, buddy, you trying to get yourself killed? Right idea. Wrong person. Oh, and this is, I think, yeah, he, he gets the truck driver by the throat, gets really close to his face, and sort of Mistron energies transfer to the driver. And I've always assumed that that is a similar process to what happened to the general guy in the second half of um, uh, Instrument of Destruction, that he hasn't actually been mistronized. They're just some level of Mistron energy or intelligence has been transferred to the driver, just enough for him to drive his truck. Uh, what's this truck? Kagutsky Petrol Chemicals. Oh, it's a big old truck. Uh, I have a feeling we've seen this truck before, possibly in... Um, in uh, Reign of Terror, maybe. But the truck driver is diverting, heading straight for the diner where the uh, Spectrum Traitor was being paid off, and now where Scarlet, who has recovered from his gunshot wound, has found himself tied up, and uh, he's in the path of the truck. Even he is not going to be able to get out there. Oh. Well, that is quite... Quite the death for Scarlet there. I like the way that they establish it. it's a really big explosion. Um, also, again, very rare for Scarlet to actually die in this show. And I love this shot of the Mistron agent watching it from a distance. And then he turns to the camera and smiles. It's almost like, uh, almost like a, a design for a Christmas card. You know, Merry Christmas from the Mistrons. Here's a terrible explosion. Yeah, very rare for Scarlet to uh, to die. Oh, oh, here we go. Yes. For those of you playing New Captain Scarlet Bingo or the New Captain Scarlet drinking game, it's there again. I've mentioned it so many times on Lieutenant Green's board. The words "engineering emergency." Look for him. Their altitude is dropping. Oh, everything's going wrong, and nobody's paying any attention to it. So, Blue has been sent out to find Scarlet. He's found Scarlet's car. I found Scarlet's cheetah, Colonel. Mm. It's off-road about 80 miles west of Phoenix. Is there any sign of him? Uh, just some tracks headed north. According to the map, there's nothing but sand that way and an abandoned diner. Only today there's something else in that direction. Smoke. A lot of it. Oh, Blue's got a sat-nav on his bike. Captain. Nobody else seems to be bothered by the uh, fire in the distance, but again, you get the impression there's not many people living around there. That diner was old and abandoned. Blue has taken him up to Skybase, where a couple of uh, rather sinister-looking Technicians are wheeling him through to sickbay now. Well, Blue's just doing that striding swagger thing that he does. Ah, oh, well, it'll be all right. He's indestructible after all, isn't he? Oh, and of course, Destiny's there. Bad, isn't it? Well, put it this way. Um, we didn't have enough buckets to bring him up. Poor Destiny. For she loves Scarlet so much. And looking at the animations on the characters' faces here. You'll be okay, Adam. I kind of wish they'd see him. Oh yeah, I, I like the idea that he um he's really mangled. Yeah, I kind of wish they'd had another crack at this episode later on. 
he's dead. When the uh, when the CGI got a bit more sophisticated, there's so much emotion in this story. Injuries were devastating, and the the animation just doesn't quite carry it off. It's only put down to his body's remarkable abilities. It looks better than the very early episodes, but he's died before. It's just the, the weight of this story. There's so much emotional impact here, and by now we've always seen some sign. The visuals are kind of not quite there. But the actors are, are doing a really good job with this. I like the, particularly the body language here. You know, Destiny's obviously devastated, and Dr. Gold is just sort of resigned, leaning against the table with Destiny yelling at him. He, he did everything he could, obviously. Quite sure, Mason. There's no question. Maybe just give it another hour. What's an hour to eternity? Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's no reason they can't just... Uh, Keep him on ice, as it were, in the morgue. He's always going to... Well, if he wakes up, he wakes up, and if he doesn't, he doesn't. Speaking of, Spectrum Jet has just returned to Skybase. Returning Skybase personnel. Routine security DNA tests will be conducted at security point four. And among them is the traitorous technician. And of course, I think this is the episode that establishes there's a DNA check for returning personnel, which was always the reason why the Mistrons couldn't get into Skybase as easily as they could Cloudbase in the original series, because they've got to go through the uh, the DNA check, and of course that's why they picked this traitor guy to uh, to carry out their uh, their their mission, take the bomb to Skybase. I was on assignment. And Scarlet's all right. Bay. What happened? Did I take a bullet? I don't remember. Again. Mm. Hey, Doc. And here it comes. Doc. Ooh. Gold walks straight through him. He can't see him. He can't hear him. It's almost like he's not there. Had another hour, my friend. I'm sorry. It makes no difference. You've earned your rest more than most, Scarlet. Oh, no. Rest in peace. Yeah, I love Gold making that statement while Scarlet's there watching him. I'm dead? Oh, no. And this episode, um, it has been compared to uh, the uh, Star Trek The Next Generation episode, The Next Phase, where uh, there's a transporter accident and Geordi and Ro are, are knocked out of phase with the rest of the universe. They can see each other, but they just can't be seen by anyone else and they pass through doors and walls as if they weren't there. What am I? Which is a very good episode of that show. Something's going on here. And I, I think there's more going on here than just, that's a really cool idea, let's borrow it for New Captain Scarlet, because this story goes in a different way than that one. I mean, some of the beats are similar. Scarlet finding out what he is, and um, also there's uh, a, a baddie plotting to destroy either Sky, Skybase or the Enterprise. But I, I think it touches on... Core elements of this series, and just the idea of Scarlet generally. What is he? What is his future long term? Does he have a soul? Does he? Is there an afterlife for him? Is there anything for him? He's gone. Can he die forever? After everything they said about him, he was just a man. And I love that there are no answers for anything at the end of this episode. It's brilliant. Whatever the Mysterons had done to him. But I, I never thought I would lose him. Although, again, I love that Destiny is always just so, oh, he was my Scarlet, even after the Mistrons. Oh, oh she completely. It, it's, it's very convenient for her to just forget that she was with Black for a very long time. I promise, whatever has happened, I'm never going to leave you. 
I'll always protect you. God help me spending eternity looking after you. And this is where I say some of the animation could be better in this, but at, at moments like here where Destiny's tear falls through Scarlet's fingers and crystallizes into ice as it goes down. It looks brilliant, and the soundtrack is really nice as well. That lovely empty sound of uh, of the ice breaking. And Scarlet's now finding that walking through walls and doors, it's uh, taking a bit out of him every time he does it. And who should walk by? It's Story, our friend Story. Which is enough to remind Scarlet of... Help them and you're murdering everyone on this planet. Everything he saw in the diner. The bomb. No, you don't. Oh, that was a nice reaction shot on his face there. But of course, there's nothing he can do to stop Story. And here's something that... Uh, it is a nitpick with this episode and with uh, the Next Generation episode where... Um, of course. I'm Scarlet is intangible, but he doesn't, he doesn't fall through the floor. It was the same with um, uh, Star Trek, Geordie and Roe. Wouldn't fall through the floor. They had to get you know lifts to go to various places, but they could fall through the wall. It's... You know, the science of it doesn't really bear thinking about. But again, this is hinted at. It's not the way Star Trek did it, where it was that was a technical malfunction, essentially. This is something more spiritual, metaphysical, more abstract. It's a very interesting idea. And again, I just wish the show had more time to really, really explore it. But Eight minutes. I suppose I wouldn't really want to tamper with with a show as great as this. So, Story has planted his bomb way down the end of the uh, hangar bay where no one's ever going to see it. And now he's going to jump off Skybase. I love that uh, nobody really notices him go. You would think that someone would notice. Someone on Skybase would be looking out the window and then suddenly they just see someone fall past and think, oh, maybe that's Story. Ah, oh, maybe we should report that. It's a lovely image of just this lone figure running across the runway and then leaping off. I hope your shoot fails. Yeah, that'll teach you. Meanwhile, in the control room, wouldn't you know it, there's still an engineering emergency. And again, similar... Um, I, I keep going back to the Star Trek episode, but I do feel it's relevant. There are similar story beats here. We have this moment of Scarlet watching Colonel White mark his file as deceased. In The Next Generation, I think Roe watched Dr. Crusher do that. You wanted to see me, Colonel. How are you, Adam? Sick to my stomach if you want the truth, sir. I'm ready to do some damage to get the mystery on that killed my friend. Well, you could start by doing something about the engineering emergency. It's now entering its third month. I want you to find out what? Yes, sir. No! You've got to go to the hangar deck. It's you're all going to be dead. Leave He's it. passed through Colonel White's uh, tea. Oh, now he's touching blue. Of course, everyone he touches is getting a... Someone walking over my grave. That's a bit of a cold chill. Hmm. Colonel's tea has gone solid. Come in. I've asked you here because I would like you to be my latest rebound boyfriend. Uh, Scarlet's not having any of that. How are you? Hmm, same as ever. Okay. I'll find them, Destiny. Yeah. And they'll blow up Skybase while you're gone. Start paying attention, will you? Are you alright? I like the... I, actually, I, I take back some of what I said about the animation. I do like a lot of the the main character animation in this one. Their reactions to Scarlet suddenly touching them. And flinching. Strange. It's gone. 
like something freezing cold passed through me. Hmm. Maybe you ought to get some sleep. Not until you get the message. Ooh, what's going on here? Maybe the air con's on the fritz. You would assume that Scarlet sticking his freezing cold hand into Destiny and Blue's chests might, you know, do something to their blood or their heart, but they don't seem that bothered beyond the chill. Luckily, Blue has a new watch that tells the temperature. Just here. Which is also susceptible to Scarlet's touch. It's moved. Here it is. That's right. Come on, Destiny. <laughs> it's moving. Come on. Come on, dummy. Work it out. What's going on here? The hair on the back of my neck standing up like a platoon on parade. Ooh. I love there the, the implication. It's not just... But again, the, the Star Trek reference. It's not a, a technical malfunction. He is... He is out of his own body. This is his spirit. This is something from... Not from the world of the living, but from the world of the dead. It's gone. That is among them. So what? Obviously they can't understand it. And I, I just love that there's no explanation for what happened. Why it happened this time. Will it happen again? Will anything similar but different happen again? Who knows? I suppose Scarlet's in, not in much of a hurry to be tied up and have a, a truck driven into him again, but... Hey-ho. Destiny has convinced Blue to follow the column of coal there. No way is this some aircon problem. All the way to... The locker where Story put the bomb, but... Wouldn't you know it? There isn't. That's the moment where he starts to return to his body. Open the crate. Now. You're almost out of time. Open the... And he's gone. <laughs> and he's fallen out of bed as well. Yes, Dr. Gold is just... Oh, no. But I already closed his file. My God. Now he's back again. What? No sign of it. It just vanished. No cold spot, nothing. But he left the hand mark on the on the locker, didn't he? Asks how we got so crazy. Oh, don't do it. Don't walk away. There it is. Destiny's seen it. I knew she was good for something. Ah, there it is. Very nice Spectrum briefcase. It's a fusion bomb. Oh, and it's already... Fusioning. <laughs> yes, I love this. Uh, the facial expressions on Blue here. Did they, did they run into uh, some poor nobody coming down? Out of the way! Oh yes, it's it's a slightly nerdy, wimpy medical guy. Oh, they run into they, they run into him, and they run into his identical clone in the next corridor. What are the chances? Grab something. Hold on to the wall. He's gonna throw it out the airlock. <laughs> Two seconds to go, and one, two, three, four, I think they mistimed it here, five. Oh, there we go. Maybe Mistron's seconds are different than Earth's seconds, but I love that shockwave of the, you know, the, the explosion going through the cloud. That would have just obliterated Skybase. You'd better come to sick bay. We all thought we'd lost you this time. And what's great is that... Uh, Scarlet doesn't remember any of what he did. So did I? What happened to him? Metabolization just took longer this time, I guess. And everyone just has to sort of guess what was what was going on. We found Story's bomb. Destiny told me. Oh, I wanted to tell him. It beats me. What about Story? I love this music as well. 
This is very cool music. And he's got a very cool car. He's clearly invested his money quite well. He even got himself a new Hawaiian shirt. And wouldn't you know it, as they say in the uh, insurance adverts, we've still got money left over for a holiday. Where is he going to pull into now? Mr. Ron's Diner. Ah. Um, there was a lorry just went past there, but too fast to read what I think might have been an in-joke on the side of it. Ah. Is seat taken? Oh. What? So, we begin in a diner, we end with a diner. You've seen a ghost. Oh, and very naughty Mr. Story. Again, we end on a slightly awkward facial expression from that guy. I think maybe, maybe just take that character back and, um, maybe put him back in the oven. He wasn't quite done yet. But there we go, New Captain Scarlet Chiller, or one of the best episodes of the first half of the series. Because, you know, it's it's an idea that we've seen on TV before, but it does it so well and so stylishly, and it just raises so many questions about the central concept of this show and Scarlet in general. I love it. I love it. I just... I love it. Brilliant. Good one.